Welcome to the E-Commerce Marketing Society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode five. How are you going? How is your January? Ours has been a whopper in this house. We've got school holidays, the kids are at home, we're we're starting a big renovation, prepping our five-year-old to start school soon, toilet training a very stubborn three-year-old and of course working. And this state of organized chaos has, you know, forced me to stay focused and to avoid that nasty little condition of shiny object syndrome. And with all the buzz around Clubhouse, I've been, I felt compelled to do an episode today on how chasing shiny, pretty new things can derail your growth. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about with shiny object syndrome. It's jumping around from one task to another and, you know, not particularly finishing any of them well, giving them a little bit of time and effort and then kind of giving up on them. And this happens when trends come along, I find in particular. So things like TikToks of the world and clubhouses of the world. Obviously, some are very important to try, um, especially on platforms that we're already present in, like in Instagram when they re- released Reels. That seems like a much easier um, transition to try something new on a platform that we're already on. Whereas something like Clubhouse, it's brand new, it's untested, and well, I'll get into that more in in a bit. <laughs> so, for um. Shiny object syndrome, I like to think of it as, you know, a bit of FOMO, part procrastination, part lack of focus, and we've all suffered from it, you know, one point in time or another. And some of us live in that uh, state all year round. And if that's you, I want you to know that you're not alone. You're not the only one that suffers from this. It's it's so common. Almost every woman I speak to mentions this. And I've spoken to literally hundreds of women and the most common complaint is, yeah, not knowing where to focus their time and their energy and effort. And they always say that they feel like they're working really hard and they're super busy, yet they don't feel like they're really getting anywhere and that their efforts aren't necessarily reflected in their results, i.e. their sales. And it's really affecting their general sense of confidence and direction. Um, and it really comes down to lack of focus. Uh, and it's not surprising that we do suffer from this. You know, we're bombarded every second of the day with messages of what we should be doing, how we should grow the next trend or the must do tactic and, you know, the magical formula or, you know, the blueprint to success. And as women, I think we are particularly susceptible to this and we're conditioned to feel as if we're not doing enough, we don't know enough, or sadly that we've got something to prove. So we try to learn as much as possible. We try to work really hard. We do everything and try to do it the best we can. But here's the killer. 
trying every new, you know, trend or tactic that comes along or trying to be on every platform or dabble in every marketing tactic, you know, try a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It distracts us and it, you know, takes away our energy from focusing on what is already working in our business. And, you know, it's not the, a lot of the time where we suffer from shiny object syndrome because we find it's more exciting or it's more interesting. And, and generally I find that's a little like psychological thing that, you know, if I try something new, it's an excuse not to focus on what I think I should be working on. I think that's kind of the case. It's the ultimate procrastination. But like I said before, it's taking us away from going further in on a strategy or a tactic that is working in our business. So I'm not saying there is, you know, we shouldn't be experimenting or getting curious about testing new things out. I'm not saying that because there's definitely time to do that in in business and I very much encourage curiosity and creativity. But what I'm saying is making an intentional decision when it comes to, you know, where and how you are testing new things out. And you can definitely quickly sense check things, you know, sense check over FOMO. (laughs) So let's take Clubhouse, for example. You know, is it designed for e-commerce? No, it's audio based. So, um, you know, e-commerce is very much a visual business. So we can kind of, you know, cross that off. Is it easy to, easy to try and inclusive? No, it's fire invite only. Can I build brand awareness and authority in my field? Yeah, possibly. You can host rooms and discuss particular topics. So you could get on there and, you know, showcase your knowledge in skincare or fashion or lunch boxes or whatever it is you sell. Do I know I will see a return on investment in my time and energy? Not really, because it is so brand new. We don't know what the potential is of it is, you know, at least with reels or with TikTok even. We know video is perfect for e-commerce. We know that a video is going to have a higher you know, reach and engagement than, than other things and other forms of organic marketing. So, yeah, we can kind of say we don't know if we're going to see our, the return on investment. Can I learn from it? Yes, you can because you can listen to experts, chat in their field. You can probably find marketers like myself, but you can also do that on podcasts too. Okay, so the most important question is really, do I have the time and energy to add another thing to my already full plate? And I'll let you answer that one. So this is your official permission to let go of feeling like you have to do all the things. And this is your permission to just do a few of the things and be totally okay with that. I'm sure there's a quote or something I heard recently where it said, anyone can try everything, but it takes skill to be focused. So I want to share a few tips on how you can sense check these pesky, shiny objects that uh, tend to pop up in our world. So I want to share some five tips on how to stay focused. 
And the first one is, you've probably heard me talk about it before, and yes, I am a little bit of a broken record about this one, but it's super important. Know your numbers. So one of the first questions I ask a potential client when I chat with them on the phone is, where are you getting most of your sales from right now? And it's not unusual for them to, you know, not know the answer. If you are spending your precious time and money and energy on any form of promotion, marketing or advertising, you need to know what is it working or is it not? Otherwise you are spending blind. You want to know how much you're investing in each of the marketing channels and what is the return on that investment. And a sale conversion isn't the only metric that we want to be looking at. We also want to know which, you know, which brought in the most traffic, what helped you achieve the highest order value, average order value, which has the best conversion rate, what brings in the repeat customers, you know, where you're getting most of your email subscribers, that kind of thing. And if these terms sound like gibberish to you, don't worry, you're not alone there either. I'll add a link to the show notes um, so you can you know, take a look at some of these terms and get familiar with them yourself. So you don't want to be adding any more marketing to your mix until you have clarity on your numbers. So I want you to be getting into your Shopify analytics or your Google analytics. And if you don't have Google analytics, that's always a mouthful, you know, get it happening. um, So you do have clarity on those numbers. Get comfortable with your numbers, get your head out of the sand and empower yourself with that knowledge because you'll need them to do my second tip, but also you just need to know where money is going out and where money is coming in and where to spend your precious time and energy and effort. So number two is setting goals for each quarter. And then you can break down those goals into months and weeks. And at the end of each period, review how you went. You want to celebrate all the goals achieved, even the little ones. That's my motto, celebrate everything and reflect upon lessons learned. So when it does come to thinking, okay, do I really need to be on that um, new platform or should I be dipping my toe in this water? It's like, nope. I've set my goals, I know what I'm going after, and this is what I'm going to be doing. So the questions that will help you identify what is already working, therefore where you can get even better at is, you know, I think I briefly mentioned it before. So what marketing activity generated the most online traffic, the most online sales? What events or promotions did you do and were, were they successful? Could you improve your planning or your execution? And for the activity that clearly worked, how can you increase the effort and the input to therefore increase your output? So where can you double down? Okay, so number three, be your own biggest supporter. If you're flying solo or you don't have a coach like myself or you just don't have anyone in your team to help keep you focused, then you need to remind yourself. If that means writing a post-it note and sticking it to your computer or writing it on the top of your notepad every day, you know, to remind yourself, I have a plan, I know what's working and I'm sticking to it. This is going to help you, you know, keep shiny object syndrome away. It's almost like a mantra that you can repeat to yourself when FOMO kicks in. 
You almost have to put your blinkers on and tune out the noise. And I say this to my clients all the time when they come to me saying, you know, I really think I should be trying this out because I saw someone else do it and it's really great. I'm like, okay, do you have time to do that? Do you have, you know, the bandwidth, the the energy? Is it what's going to bring in the results right now? Is it going to help you achieve the goals that we set out, you know, six months ago, three months ago? And you can pretty much answer your own questions. Okay, so playing the long game is tip number four. So regardless of the hype, overnight successes are rare. We see these brands that you know seem to come out of nowhere and they're using a new platform or something like TikTok and and that whips us all into a frenzy and we must go and try it because you can have the same success. Let me tell you that those uh, overnight successes in, in air quotes are very, very rare. You want to play the long game. And by that, I mean steady, um, sequential, and, you know, sustainable steps, you know, that constant pressure and the constant um, optimizing in your business is what's going to you know, allow for the, the, the growth. Um, and it's playing a smarter game, you know, we're not expending massive amounts of energy once or twice a year on big hyped up things, or we're not throwing a lot of, a lot of cash and a lot of time at something that we just don't know is going to work. We're being sensible and we're going slow and we're going steady and we're in it for the long haul because it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. (laughs) Okay. Number five, the last tip I have for you is keep it simple. So after years of working with one-on-one with women, there is one thing I know for sure. As soon as we try to do too much, overwhelm kicks in and the poop hits the fan. We either freeze and do nothing, so we just kind of go into flight or fight mode, or we work too hard and we work through the the, um, anxiety or the uncertainty. We just think, okay, if I can just work harder every night after the kids have gone to bed or if I just get up early or if I just do more things or, you know, try and do more activity, more sales or whatever it is, we're actually not really looking at what is the cause of that anxiety or the problem or the need to work harder. And we're sort of like just blurring it out. And in the, in turn, you end up, end up burning yourself out. So we want to, you know, my recommendation is to um, nail two to three sales and marketing channels at any given time. Honestly, there's so much, you know, automation and improvement and and scaling that you can do with a very, very small marketing mix, you don't actually need to add more and more and more to it. You don't have to overcomplicate it. I really am all about helping women do less marketing and get better results. Okay. So that's the short and sweet episode for today. I hope it helped, especially with all this clubhouse conversation buzzing around. Let me know what you think. If you disagree, love to hear that too. Send me a DM on Instagram. I love seeing you guys um, listening and I love seeing your feedback and answering your questions after you listen to each episode. So yeah, come say hi to me on Instagram and I hope you're all wonderful. Stay safe and I'll see you soon. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the e-commerce marketing society podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future apps. If you found value in today, I would be forever grateful for a rating on iTunes, or if you just tell your biz friends about the podcast, that would be great too. If you'd like to learn more about me and my one-on-one six-month coaching program, Strategy to Sales, head over to my website, www.lisaburn.com.au, and be sure to tune in next week for more marketing goodness. With lots of love and lots of sales, I'll see you next week.